Welcome. You are listening to the Mindful Minute, meditations created for everyday joy. I'm Meryl Arnett, mama, meditator, and head of mindfulness for Shoreline Meditation App. This podcast is recorded from my live Monday night meditation class, where we have a brief discussion followed by a 20-minute guided meditation. If these meditations support you and your practice, please consider donating to the show to support its continued growth, new offerings, and its ever-expanding team. You can find the link in today's show notes or simply visit MerylArnett.com and click on podcast. All right, y'all, let's practice. Welcome. Thank you guys for taking time out of your Monday night to join me. We are using time as our guide this month in this month's meditation series. And, you know, we talked last week a little bit about how we just experienced this amazing overlap of Passover and Easter and Ramadan, these three different celebrations from different religions, from different calendars of time even, all overlapping in this moment. And my feeling that I have when I think of that overlap is the universe calling out to us and saying, remember, remember your connection to each other, remember your connection to the planet. And so we're going to do our best to remember this month through our meditation practice. We're focused on ideas of unity and connection. And we started the series looking at the ideas of rebirth and renewal through the lens of presence in our meditation practice. And tonight we're going to take some of the themes from Ramadan, some of the themes of forgiveness and a focus on faith and self-restraint, non-judgment through the lens of our meditation practice. And, you know, I know that we talk about non-judgment a lot as a piece of our meditation practice. We talk about not judging ourselves, not judging our thoughts, our emotions, our experiences within a meditation practice But it's not so often that, at least in this class, we extrapolate that outwards. Like, what does that mean when class ends? What does that mean when we're off the meditation cushion and then the practice is saying to us, don't judge others? In this moment, I wonder if maybe that is the most important tenet of our practice, right? We're in this moment of, incredible divisiveness, discord, and discomfort. I'm willing to guess that you experience something very similar as to what I experience in this moment, which is I turn the news on or, you know, scan through the headlines and I read some political decision that was made or suggested. And I am incredulous. Like I can't even wrap my brain around the fact that some people think this might be a good idea. I mean, I'm jaw on the ground 
there's to me no possible way anybody with any sense could possibly think this is a good idea, right? I mean, this is for sure how I feel. And even when I feel that way, when I'm in the height of it, when my blood is boiling, I'm fully aware that that person that I'm so incredulous at is probably saying the exact same thing about me. They're like jaw on the ground. How could that person possibly think this is a good idea, right? They, they are having the exact same level of incredulousness or outrage towards my ideas. Where does that leave us? Where does it leave us when we both are in a place of, I can't wrap my brain around how you think the way you think, when we're talking about unity or connection? I start to spiral into like, well, is the media the problem? Is the other side the problem? Am I the problem? Who's the problem? How do we fix this? And that spiral real fast becomes a spiral of hopelessness, of despair. Like, oh my God, this is never going to get better. It's only going to get worse. And then I do my meditation practice. True story, my meditation practice last night was out on my back deck. It was like dusk. I had gotten the kids into bed. The sun was still going down. There's a little bit of light outside. I thought, I'm going to go sit outside. And I sat down and I set 15 minutes on my phone and I closed my eyes and I started to focus on my breath. And you know as well as I do, your thoughts wander, right? My thoughts wandered over the course of the day and what I was planning for the next day. And my thoughts landed on a prayer that I had read in a book earlier in the day. And one line of the prayer used the phrase, spirit of the universe. And that just like sort of played in my mind for a moment, spirit of the universe, spirit of the universe. Not in a conscious way. I was not praying. I was not doing anything other than my normal meditation practice, but that thought was going through my brain. And suddenly I was aware of the evening air on my skin. And I, you know, hand to heart in all cheesiness, I had a moment where I was like, oh, right, spirit of the universe actually moving through me in this moment. That's what I felt. And that moment, that split second within a 15-minute meditation with no bells and whistles, that moment is what makes me remember. It's what makes me remember exactly what I said to y'all, that the most important thing is connection to each other, to the planet. And it makes me remember what I said last week. Do you remember? I said, we are not a mistake. And there's something in that that gives me hope or faith in the next moment. It's not an answer. I'm aware it's not an answer. I'm aware it doesn't fix or change anything in the moment. But it does keep me connected to my 
personal sense of faith in our capacity for goodness, for connection, for unity, it does keep me at least curious. What does it mean to move through the world with the tenant of non-judgment? And I'm aware, I'm very aware that I get to do these 10 to 15 minute little talks that happily end at this moment when I've hopefully said something uplifting or inspiring or beautiful. And then we meditate and we don't go further. We don't then talk about the nitty gritty. Well, what does that mean? What does it mean to be non judgmental in a moment where? I feel like change is being demanded. And I'll say again, I don't know. (laughs) I don't have the answer. I don't have the how-to guidebook to give anybody. But I will take enough time to say that I do know that the tenet of non-judgment does not ask us to set aside advocacy. That reminder that we are connected, that faith in our capacity for goodness or for connection or for unity, that faith doesn't relieve or excuse us from doing hard work. It doesn't relieve us from advocating or standing up or fighting for what we believe is right. And in fact, I think those two pieces, this practice of non-judgment, not just of ourselves, but of others, of quote-unquote, the other side, and our advocacy, they go hand in hand. They exist together and in unity with one another. Anybody who's ever done a meta meditation practice, you know, meta is loving kindness, and that practice asks us to extend compassion to all beings everywhere. Anybody who has done that practice has hit a wall with someone at some point where they're like, ooh, this person. I'm sweating. I'm in my meditation practice. I'm sweating because extending compassion to, you know, this person is hard. It's hard. I don't think the work is easy. We picked the hardest path. We picked the most beautiful path. But it asks us of awake, compassionate individuals to practice both. So I ask you, instead of offering the answer, I ask you, as we practice together, what does the tenant of non-judgment ask of you? How does that show up, not just in your practice, but in your real life, does it? And how does it stand alongside how you engage? How you advocate or connect or believe? You get to explore that. So do I. That's our work. And so for now, we'll practice together. And we'll practice non-judgment, right, in the little way that we can, which is to say we're going to sit down and we're going to set our timer 
And we're going to focus on our breath and our thoughts are going to wander. And sometimes they wander over something really beautiful like spirit of the universe. And sometimes they wander over either just mundane nonsense or uncomfortable, unbeautiful things. And regardless, we practice that tenet of non-judgment. You know, when I felt that last night, when I was like, ooh, spirit of the universe moving through me. You know, I wanted to open my eyes and pick up my journal and start writing immediately because I was like, oh, this is good. God, I'm having a great practice tonight. I don't want to forget a thing. I want to get all the words down. And the work, even in those the best meditations, is like, no, no, no. That bell has not rung. It does not matter how good it is. Don't sit there and recite in your brain, spirit of the universe, spirit of the universe. Don't forget it. You let it go. Come back to the breath. I'm not better. I'm not worse for it. That was my experience in the moment. And now I'm in this one. So let's practice. Yes. Take a moment to just kind of wiggle around. If your legs were crossed that whole time, you might uncross them, cross them the other way. And so we'll let our hands rest down onto our laps. And we'll let our eyes close. And you'll take a moment to take a nice deep breath in through the nose. Exhale, sigh out of the mouth. And we'll just do that again. So you'll inhale deeply. Exhale, sigh out of the mouth. We'll take a moment just to simply savor the flow of this next breath. You don't have to breathe a certain way. You don't have to change anything. You get to just sit here and feel air move in and out of your body. And as it does, you begin your practice by silently saying to yourself, now is my time to meditate. Now is my time to meditate. And as the intention of those words sinks in, Maybe you notice some of the little ways that you can allow yourself to be here more fully. All of the little physical, emotional, and mental ways that you can soften the grip on the day that you've already had. And perhaps for just this moment, you can let go of whatever is coming next for you. And instead, you can feel yourself settling down a little deeper into the cushion or chair beneath you. Within the softening and the settling, there's a very subtle way in which you Lengthen your spine. 
Allowing yourself to sit tall and awake. You might find that you want to roll your shoulder blades back or down. Maybe you'll lift up the base of your skull just a tiny bit. Gradually, we let go of the expanse across your forehead. Feeling it smooth and broaden. Letting go of any tightness across your eyes. Softening along your jaw. The inside of the cheeks, even the tongue. And as you breathe, you might imagine your shoulders, your collarbones, settling and spreading just a bit. Your chest rising and falling. your belly expanding and contracting. When we find over time that we become more and more still, we relinquish the urge to fidget or adjust. And as best we can in this moment, we simply allow our bodies to be as they are. With nothing for you to fix or change or adjust. And as you let go of all of that movement and you sink into a stillness, you might find that you become really aware of your breath. Because now it's the only thing that's moving. without changing anything or forcing anything, just notice where you feel that movement the most. And it's here that we'll let our attention rest. Simply feeling this breath and this one. And as we sit in silence together here, about 10 minutes, it's okay if your thoughts wander. You 
you get to watch them the exact same way you would watch the sun setting in the sky. With a curiosity with an appreciation and without any need to grab hold of any of it. We feel our breath flow and we let go of any need to judge anything else that happens. We simply notice what unfolds.
slowly you begin to feel your breath flowing. Gradually start to feel your attention being pulled right back here. Fully aware of your experience. Fully aware of your breath. And without any need to change, edit, or judge any of it, we simply straighten up our spine a little bit if we've slumped over. We wiggle our fingers and our toes, feeling into the edges of the body once again. And when you're ready, you'll take a nice deep breath in through the nose. Open up your mouth, release a little sigh. Allowing your breath to flow, your eyes to slowly blink open, and you release your practice. Thank you. Thanks for listening to the Mindful Minute. If you're enjoying these episodes, please consider leaving me a review wherever you get your podcast. It really helps others to find the show. To learn more about my live classes, virtual meditation retreats, my meditation app Shoreline, or to make a donation to the show, please visit MerylArnett.com. Thanks again. I'll see you next week.